Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show, episode 133. Hey, everybody, we are so happy that you are back with us another week, another Wednesday. This is something we really look forward to every week. And um, Cal's actually had a great week. This is kind of a big week, Cal. You went back to work. I did. Back to work. I know. Whoop, whoop. I've been at work for a couple days now, and it has been amazing. I'm loving being with my kiddos, loving being with the teachers, and it has just it's, it's amazing. I love it. I'm adrenaline rush completely. By the time I get home, uh, adrenaline has fizzled and I am like, get these clothes off and get me in bed. And I have, I forgot to eat the, the last two days. And so I'm, I'm, I'm killing myself. I need to figure out what I can take to work to eat. And I don't know. It's, it's just been, <laughs> It has been a crazy, crazy uh, few days. And, you know, the kids, I'm seeing faces now because, of, you know, most of the kids are not in masks. And so right. it's just, um, it's beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. But let me just tell you, setting an alarm, I haven't had an alarm since the beginning of December. And so when my alarm goes off, it's still freaking dark in the morning and I don't do dark in the morning anymore. And it is, my dog looks at me like, what the hell are you thinking? And I, I feel the same way. I'm feeling the same way. It's, I haven't gotten into a routine yet of early morning, dark, dark 30. It's not working for me quite yet, but as soon as I'm up, I'm raring to go. Yeah, it's such a perfect example of that balance that everything is that we always talk about, like the good and the bad. It's like you started that with like, I'm so happy to be back. And then you're like, I'm still trying to figure out what am I going to eat that I can bring that I can swallow? And how am I going to get up early and get back into a new Like it's it's always both of those things. But I know you're in your happy place. And I mean, I was giddy for you on yes. Sunday night. Like, yay, she gets to go back tomorrow. Like I was excited as if I was like starting a first day. I know it's your happy place. It is. And I got a ton of emails from friends saying happy first day. I had um, my friend Jackie who lives in Rhode Island, her and her husband sent me flowers, to welcome me back. which is funny because they sent them to the wrong school because I work at two schools. So I had to go pick them up. <laughs> but it was still I was like, all right, this is so beautiful. I, I, I think everyone knows how much I love what I do. So it was, it was great to get all the cheers of go baby go. And yeah. And it's great to celebrate the the little things like going back to work. It's, it's, you know, it's a little thing, but it's, but it's not, it's a big yeah. thing. Like, well, yeah. and it's so funny. Cause I I've been in a few of the classrooms mm-hmm. and a lot of the kids thought I had COVID 
and not cancer. <laughs> so oh. I'm like, I have a, a tad bit different, guys. Uh, a week to two weeks of COVID versus three to four months of cancer. Like um, a tad bit different, but I wish I had COVID. Could I say that? I wish I had COVID. I know it sounds stupid, but. No, that's, that is interesting, right? What kids will hear. And right now you just know that's been on everybody's <laughs> top of mind. Wow. The taboo. Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, speaking of happy places, uh, for all of our listeners, if you notice this week's title, Five Life Lessons Our Dogs Taught Us, <laughs> you can tell we're going to one of our happy places. We both have dogs. We love dogs. And we just thought, gosh, with everything going on in the world, everything going on in our own lives, how about a week of just kind of some lighthearted connections with dog life and human life? Exactly. And I feel that both of us, our, our dogs are part of our family. And I think, you know, obviously I've known your husband long and before you, yes, his dog life was outside. Like dogs are meant for outside life. And yes. so he met you and you guys decided to, I think it was more your second dog that you truly decided we are, we need this puppy inside with us. And Literally, I think he fell in love with, oh my gosh, I kind of like having a dog inside as well. So I think you literally changed your husband of how dog life should be versus what he probably grew up with, with dogs. And so that's I exactly it. Yeah. His parents were adamant dogs stay outside. And when I was growing up and I had, we had had dogs, like dogs always stayed um, inside. Greg did have outdoor dogs growing up. And I was like, really? Okay. And he's like, yeah, that's just the way it is. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I did not like it at all. And so now Ginger has free reign of the house, man. She sleeps up on the bed with us <laughs> yeah, on the couch when we're gone. Like she just, she's living the dream dog life. I love it. I love it. And I grew up you know, as a kid, we always had golden retrievers, big and, dogs. Yeah, big dogs. And then when my boys were growing up, we had golden retrievers or labs. And then at some point, it was right during the divorce. And I was on my own with the boys. And they called me and the guy I was dating at the time, they all called me a dog snob. Because <laughs> I only had, you know, Goldens or Labs, and that's what I grew up with, and that's what I wanted. And so the three of them were trying to prove me wrong that you do not need an expensive dog. You can love any dog. And so we went to a couple pounds, and I was like, okay, these dogs are going to bite off our faces or our limbs. We are not getting one of these dogs. And we ended up finding a dog on Craigslist that was a little dog. And like, she kind of is the size of a Cocker Spaniel. But I can tell you without any hesitation, Callie has been my support system for the last eight years. Like she is a small dog. I had to buy stairs that went from the bottom of my bed to the top so she could jump up. She can't jump that high. So she has stairs that help her get up to the bed. <laughs> but she literally is, 
I, I made her a service dog because she truly, I think she's half person. Like I've never had a dog who hasn't eaten anything. She hasn't had crazy accidents. Like she is by far, she should never die. Like she should live, outlive me because I'm going to be an, an absolute basket case when she dies because she's just amazing. I love this dog to death. So it's amazing. We both have great dogs right now. And some of the lessons I've learned just from her, especially her, because I don't think I took notice with my other dogs because I was raising kids at the same time. And sure. obviously I, I, I try to be a good mom and make the kids more you know important than my dog. But now living alone and it's just Callie and I, I'm like, oh my gosh, she is my world. Like blow off the kids, blow off any boyfriend. Like I got a dog and I'm happy. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) She really is an exceptional dog. I just love Kelly so much. And she just cracks me up. I mean, she's just funny. She has such a personality and, um, yeah, she's got looks like you just see her (laughs) looks and, and, uh, I love her to pieces. So we have a feeling that a lot of you listening also love dogs. You may have dogs or cats maybe, um, but we have dogs. And so cats are totally different. They are. We have to do a whole different one. I know. And I've had cats as well because my ex-husband loved cats. So we've had cats and dogs at the same time. Okay. Right. That's right. Cats are literally like, F you, I will do what I want when I want. And you do not get to tell me what to do. Whereas your dog, like you call your dog and your dog hopefully comes to you when you call it or a cat. I think if they had fingers, they would flip you off and tell you, I'll come when I want to. You know, it'd be so funny when you do some of our posts on Instagram, have um, somebody tell us what are the five lessons if you own a cat, what are the five lessons or a lesson that your cat has taught you? I think that could be really that, funny. Oh my gosh. You, you would be kind of like bitchy, I think. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just posted a post I saw on Instagram. Um, our friend Jackie posted, it was a bed. And it was the person like at the edge of the bed. And then the dog sprawled out on the bed and yep. said, this is my life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is funny. That is kind of like, I squish around Callie. Cause by the time I brush my teeth and take off my makeup and that she's already up in the bed. And sometimes she's like over on my pillow. And I'm like, dude, move. Like, this is my side. She doesn't move and I don't move her. So I kind of snuggle around her. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Which is so funny because, I mean, we've done it too. Like, oh, don't wake up the sleeping dog. It's like, seriously, she's got all day to catch up on any sleep I take away from her when I push her out of the way so I can get a good night's of sleep. (laughs) Right? Oh my goodness. Totally. Totally get it. Let's get started and talk (laughs) about the five life lessons our dogs taught us. Do you want to go first? Do you want to tell us number one? What has Kelly taught you? How to be happy. We get to choose to be happy when we see people. And it helps me like every time, like every single time I come home, she is so happy. But if Mel comes or my parents come or any of my friends come, she's still very happy to see any, she'll bark for like 
two seconds. And then as soon as you're, you're in, she's like, oh my gosh, a new person. And she's happy to see who you are. So it, it's kind of like adults. We get to choose to be happy. We can make other people happy by being happy. And I know for me, Callie makes me happy every time I see her. So every time I come in, she's happy. So why wouldn't I show that with other people? If you're, if you're coming in to see me, I'm going to be happy as well. So learning that was a huge part. I love that one, especially because one of the things I do love about Kelly is I can remember staying at your house and then going and like taking out the trash and I would only be gone for like two minutes. Right. And you come back in and she's just as excited and happy to see me you again. You came back, you came back, you came back. I'm so happy. <laughs> Now, if a friend did that, that could be a little bit weird, but <laughs> I love the lesson here. We can choose to be happy when we see people, even if we're having a grumpy, bad day or whatever, we can still choose to be. I'm so happy to see you. Like that's Absolutely. always an option. Yep. All right. So here's another one. Here's number two on our list. Um, we can get excited even about the little things, right? Like this is something that Ginger has taught me. Like there is nothing mundane in a dog's world. Like everything is exciting. Like I, I, like we, in our pantry, we keep her little snacks and we have different kinds of snacks for her. It doesn't matter which one she's getting. She's just happy to see me over there at the pantry and I can get her those tiny little training treats. And she's going to be just as happy as whether or not I gave her a chew bone. Like <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Like she just, she's just excited. Excited okay, about the little things. So when you go to the pantry and you might be pulling out some noodles for dinner, like does she like, oh my gosh, she's in the pantry, she's in the pantry. <laughs> no, it's funny. And that's actually one of our things that we've learned from dogs. We have a routine. So if I'm like cooking dinner, I'm not over there at the pantry for her. She knows when I'm at the pantry for, for her. her. I love yes, that. I love exactly. that. I don't know. Do you want to go right into that one? Go to that one. Okay. So another one is routines work. We truly believe that our dogs have shown us, like I get up every morning and in the middle of the night, you know, cause I'm getting old and I pee throughout the night. Anytime I get up to go to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, she is literally like, I don't even think she lifts her head. She just <laughs> lays there and is sleeping and like no big deal. But when I get up in the morning and right now it's like at 6 a.m. when it's still dark 30 out there, um, she knows and she gets closer to me. She wants her belly rubbed and then we get up and then we go outside and we go potty and then we go upstairs and we eat breakfast. Like she has a routine and so do I. I notice that if I don't have a routine, like during my cancer time, I didn't have a routine. I woke up whenever I wanted to wake up. And then some days I would take her out. And then other days I would have her go on her potty thing that's up on my patio. Like there were, there was no routine. And I felt like a mess when I didn't have a routine. I was just half-assing it throughout the day. And just, it wasn't good. Whereas when I'm in a routine and I know what she needs and I know what I need, it makes life so much easier for her. It makes life easier for me. Like 
Routines do help us, even though it may be mundane, routines help us. And I believe our dogs feel the exact same way. They know what to expect every single morning, every single night. When I say, okay, you ready to go night night? Like she pops up off the couch and we go potty and then we go to bed. Like she knows routines. And I think that is so important to realize if our dog, dogs know this, why the heck? Like we should be following routines as well. Yeah. Predictability has been proven to increase how much we accomplish in a day um, because those routines just kind of get the momentum started. And like, even as teachers, you know, this was something that we had studied way back in college about children meeting routines and how as a classroom teacher, especially if you had a student who maybe had a life that was not really great and wonderful, offering up a routine, it's good for kids too. Absolutely. And a lot of our kids, when we were teaching, that was their safe place. That was their routine for six hours every day. So they may not come in in the morning with a routine. They may not leave with a routine, but we could offer them at least six hours every day of what to expect. And I think that was a lot of our students' happy places because of the routine. Yep. I love it. Our fourth one, I I love this one because I do think this is important. Dogs teach us that we have an opportunity to be the kind of person they believe we are, right? (laughs) They don't, they're so trusting, right? They don't worry about whether or not we're going to feed them. They know we are going to feed them. We are going to care for them. And it's a great lesson to learn about anybody in our life. We have the opportunity to be the person that our kids would benefit by us being, by our spouses, our friends, our parents, right? Like we always have this opportunity to choose. And all of these things have so much to do with choice, all the decisions that we're making. But why not be the person that our dog already believes we are? Right. I mean, and I know this is morbid, but if we were a murderer or something, but we had a dog, that dog would still love you when you came in. Like, oh, you're home. I'm so happy to see you. Like dogs have an opinion of who we are. So create that for yourself as well. Like create that self-esteem that, okay, you love me. I am lovable. I am worthy of being lovable. I think that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I love it too. Okay. This one is the fifth one is one that I saw on um, when I was Googling stuff, but I was like, oh my gosh, I really, really love this one. It says God couldn't be with us physically. So he gave us dogs. Notice dog spelled backwards is God. And they both show us unconditional love. And I just, when I read that, I was like, I just melted. I was like, oh my gosh, Mel's going to love this one. This is a really good one. (laughs) Well, and I do think it's something that our dogs teach us. Absolutely. Love should be unconditional. I love it. Right. We, We can't do anything. Um, I mean, and this is the crazy thing, and this is true with children too, even, um, animals and people who aren't treated as well as maybe somebody else is treated still love those that care for them. 
which I think is really interesting. Um, But love should be unconditional as well as we should be loving them the best way we know how, for sure. I actually love when we were talking about this and wanting to just do something a little bit lighter, just kind of talk about some of the things our dogs have taught us. Kelly, of course, has a knack for finding some of the ones that I was like, oh my gosh, that is so funny. So you have to share some okay. of the funny things you found too. Okay. So one was, um, it was a, a funny picture, but it said, handle stressful things like a dog. If you can't eat it, play with it, or just pee on it, walk away. <laughs> and I like, it's funny. It's totally funny. Like, yeah, just dogs don't, spend a lot of time like if it is not something that they're eating or playing with or peeing on like they just keep moving and that's something that we need to do like if it's not serving you if it's not working for you move on baby like you don't need it I love that one that was a funny one okay you do the last one (laughs) and this one's so funny too because it totally made me think of Kelly so when I was staying with Cal and walking Callie on a regular basis. Um, I have never seen a dog be so picky about where she was gonna poop. So when Kelly shared this, I thought I was picky until I saw how picky my dog is trying to find a place to poop. I was like, oh my gosh, that is hysterical. It's my dog, right? (laughs) Yes, it is like Kelly could have written that one, right? (laughs) And she never poops in front of our own house. You have to go on a walk Yes, and it's like, uh, okay, are we getting the intestines moving? What the heck? Just poop dog so we can go back inside. (laughs) Nope. She has a ritual and the the spinning around in a circle. I don't know. I need to research. Why do dogs spin like three times before they poop? But it's, it's a dog's life, you know, it's Uh, what to do. Yeah, I can tell you, uh, Ginger's not as finicky about that anywhere, really? anytime, any place. Yeah, no, oh, never the same place twice. That's for sure. Yeah, well, you live in the country, so it's it's def- definitely that's true. That's a different thing. That is true. That is true. But yeah, it does make me realize, like, okay, so however picky you think you are, everybody else has their oddities. So don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I really do believe that. I mean. I've learned a lot from my dog. I really have. And um, if you've listened to Mel say Kelly and Callie, I mm-hmm. did not name her. I let my boys and, you know, Stefan name her at that time. And I was like, okay, you guys named the dog. But now when I ever, anyone asked me, oh, what's your dog's name? And they asked me, oh, you're Kelly and you named your dog Callie. Okay. I didn't do it. I did not do that. But <laughs> We're, we're keeping it. So it's just the way that, how did you name Ginger? I just need to know. Yeah, it, it was her color. She's like a ginger color okay. um, as well as we adopted her in November. And so it was like the holiday season was right around Thanksgiving going into Christmas. And I don't know, it was just like, I was singing gingerbread and then the color of her was ginger. And then her eyes are crystal blue. So Derek named, gave her a middle name, Crystal. So her name is Ginger Crystal Webb. Oh, I didn't know you're supposed to give a dog a middle name. Neither did I. Oh, maybe Derek needs to name Callie a middle name because I don't know what it would be. 
Oh, okay. We'll do it. We'll make sure he comes up with something good. <laughs> he won't let you down. I know it. But he has to know her. I think maybe you should do it. Okay. I'll think of something. I think you got it. I love I'm it. On it. I'm on it. <laughs> Okay, so we are going to end this series for our five life, left, blah, 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 five life lessons our dogs have taught us. I don't know where my voice just went. Obviously, they didn't teach us to speak. No. <laughs> but we're going to end it there. We also want to let you know we are still very excited about our weekend getaway that is coming up in January. So, if you want information on that, please let us know. But until then, we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.